want to welcome you to our second episode of Express Yourself, A Survivor's Right to Heal, a podcast that helps survivors of trauma and abuse find a healing path through written expression. During each podcast, we'll explore an issue through a theme, and I'll guide you to write about it. Our mantra is, expression is vital to healing. My name is Cindy Corazon, the host of A Survivor's Right to Heal. I decided to create this podcast because I recognize the need for a podcast on healing that is specific to survivors of trauma and abuse. By trauma and abuse, I'm speaking about people who were verbally, emotionally, physically, and or sexually abused by someone or a group of people, either as a child or at any time of their life. It may have been done repeatedly or even once. Regardless of the circumstances, healing is vital and we must each figure out our own healing path. A disclaimer, I'm not a therapist or counselor. I have a Massachusetts State training certificate that taught me the basics of working with survivors of abuse and trauma. I have taught writing courses for the past 20 years and believe that written expression can help survivors. By putting our thoughts and feelings on paper, we are creating our histories, or I should probably say our herstories. As survivors, we may suffer from post-traumatic stress disorder. PTSD can cause difficulty retaining and recalling information. But if you have a written record, you're able to go back and read what you've written, and it can be a soothing experience, especially if you're putting yourself in a peaceful, positive mindset when you write. You'll be able to go back and see how your mood and outlook has grown. You may be writing something that you've never been able to express to anyone. It can be liberating to express what you've experienced. I find it is most helpful to focus on what will help you feel better. We cannot change the past and ruminating over what has hurt us or any mistakes we think we may have made is not helpful. Focus on caring for yourself. Know that you are strong and are taking steps to become even stronger. This summer, I developed a weekly writing workshop as part of my own healing path. I'm the survivor of childhood abuse and have struggled with relationships and my own sense of self-worth for most of my life. I have found that working with others, specifically with other women who've experienced similar issues, has been the most helpful to me in guiding my own healing path. I've gotten emails from women who live far away from our workshops, which are held in Cambridge, Massachusetts. I've suggested they start their own writing group if they can't find one near them. I hope this podcast can be helpful to those of you who aren't ready to join a writing group yet. I'm not here to counsel you. I'm here to guide you through what I hope will be a helpful practice of writing to help you on your journey toward healing. 
One thing I've learned from training and from reading about helping others is that we need to refrain from giving advice or telling someone what they should do. For someone to truly heal, she needs to figure out what is best for her. This is important for us to understand because as survivors, we sometimes don't know what is best for us. We sometimes think other people will have answers for us. And while it's helpful for someone to console us and listen to us, we should refrain from seeking and taking advice. It is more helpful for us to think about what's best for us based on our past experiences to weigh the consequences and think through our next steps. We'll spend future episodes exploring those concepts. Today, we're going to be talking about self-care how to feel better when you are experiencing anxiety, getting angry, feeling depressed. This is episode two. I'm Cindy Corazon. Today, we're going to talk about practicing self-care. And we're going to write a little bit about it as well. But first, I want to talk a little bit about what is self-care. I'm sure you've heard this term if you don't already Uh, know about it. Self-care are these practices and techniques that can help take you away from a negative mindset, Um, take you away from feeling anxious, sad, angry. All of these are valid emotions and it's okay to feel that way. But what you don't want is to be so mired in those emotions that they take you into a negative place where you are curled up, crying, sad, lashing out, screaming, being angry, um, breaking things, um, doing anything that might be self-destructive. Um, like drinking, um, and again, the occasional glass of wine and so on is fine. But when you're drinking to self-medicate, that certainly is not helpful because alcohol is a depressant. So ultimately it's going to make you feel worse. Um, same thing with many drugs. Um, And again, uh, if you're using it to make yourself feel better in the end, it's, it's, um, it's not going to work because you're going to still feel that negative feeling once you're out of whatever space that you're in, this drug puts you in. So, um, so let's talk a little bit about when I say let's talk, I guess, This is a one-way conversation, so how about I talk a little bit? You're going to be doing some writing in a little bit as well. But some of the techniques that I use that I think might be helpful to you, so I'm going to share a few with you, and then I'm going to ask you to write down some of your own techniques, because I'm sure you have some, and it's just a matter of thinking through, what do I do when I'm feeling bad and don't want to feel bad? Um, that is uh, constructive. So um, a technique that works for everyone, and it's so simple. 
um, that sometimes, you know, I even forget to use it is breathing. Yes. Now it's important to think about how you feel when you are angry or sad or anxious or any other negative feeling. Are you breathing? This should be something that you start to think about whenever you're in that situation. What's happening with my breath? Am I breathing deeply? And you'll find often that no, you're not. You're not. Maybe you're holding in your breath. Maybe you're not taking deep breaths. And so just being aware of it is an important first step. So just being conscious of where, what, what is happening with your breath. Now to take it to the next level is to actually practice deep breathing exercises. By doing this, you're doing two things. You're giving your body what it needs, oxygen, which is the most important thing, right? Oxygen before anything else, water, food, sleep, etc. Your body needs oxygen. It helps to distribute this important nutrient that we don't even think of because it's surrounding, surrounding us to our body, to ourselves. It is a force of strength. So you want to take a deep breath and you want to hold it in for a few seconds and then you want to release it slowly. This doing just this simple thing can take you from feeling anxious, angry, sad, to feeling peaceful. So I want us to practice it together. We're going to do, we're going to do three deep breaths. We're going to take it in, hold it, and then release it slowly. So let's do that together. All right. Let's take that deep breath. You're going to hold it. You're going to hold it. Hold it. And now let it release slowly. Okay, let's do number two now. Take in a deep breath. Hold it. Hold it, hold it, and now release slowly. And now let's try it one more time. Deep breath. And hold that breath. Hold it, hold it. Okay, release slowly. How do you feel? Oh, I feel so much more relaxed. And I wasn't even stressed out. So it's interesting to see uh, how that can build. Um, you know, and this is something that's helpful to, to people in any kind of situation. I... Um, I have learned to do this with friends, um, 
who or people I work with when they're getting anxious and I will like grab their hand, you know, obviously this is somebody I'm close to. I wouldn't just grab anybody's hand, but just say, come on, look at me, look at me in my eyes. And this might be a person who's sobbing or, um, shaking about something that happened to them. And I'll just say, let's just take some deep breaths together. And I'm looking in that person's eyes and we're taking these deep breaths together and whatever tears that person tears that were rolling down that person's face or whatever their that feeling of anxiety and you can see that also in their faces just you can see it wash away um it works so that is one technique just taking deep breaths holding them in and i would say obviously three is not enough to quite do the trick i would say do do 10 maybe you do 20 do it till you feel like, yes, I'm feeling better. The other reason why you want to do it, other than giving yourself that much needed oxygen and to slow down your heart rate and, and, you know, just so that everything's not just sort of boiling inside of you, um, is it takes your mind off of whatever it was that was telling you to be angry or sad or anxious your mind is now occupied with something else. It's occupied with, oh, I've got to take this deep breath. I've got to hold it in. I've got to let it out slowly. So you're, you know, thinking through all of these things and your mind is now elsewhere. So once it's elsewhere, don't go back to that bad place, right? Okay. So here's another technique. And again, this is one that works best, you know, if you're with any in any situation, if you're in a situation where you're in danger, obviously you need to take care of yourself, protect yourself, leave, do whatever you need to do to take care of yourself. But if you are feeling um, angry, sad, anxious, again, any kind of negative feelings, maybe there is no name or label that you can use to it, but you know that you're just feeling kind of ugly inside. You're feeling just bad. Um, and it's causing you pain, right? Maybe you're angry or you're sad, you're crying. Another technique is called grounding and grounding is simply cataloging where you are, what's around you, what you see, what you can touch, maybe even something you can taste. Um, I have a cup of coffee that's <laughs> on my table here. It's probably, uh, it's not exactly um, cold, but it's very warm. Um, it's been cooling off there for a while as I've been working on this podcast. So, I mean, even cataloging the taste of that is part of grounding. So grounding is about, again, it's, it's, a, it's a trick in a way. It's a way of getting your mind away from whatever is happening in your brain, whatever thoughts are swirling around that are taking you to a bad place and focusing in on what is around you. So grounding would be, in my case, just me saying aloud for to myself, I'm going to say it aloud, obviously, because you can't, you can't hear what's in my brain if I don't tell you. All right. So be me saying, I'm sitting in a chair. I have my legs folded which actually is not healthy for my 
circulation, so I'm going to unfold them. Uh, in front of me is a computer, a microphone, um, my um, cup of coffee. I'm just cataloging what's in front of me. I'm simply just saying to myself, this is where I am. This is what I'm seeing. This is what I can feel. So I also have this tablecloth, which I've had forever, which I really love. It's like a heather blue and um, it has a very nice texture. So me just touching it. And again, this is just to take your mind off of the thing you're thinking about and putting yourself back into your reality. Because sometimes you're ruminating about something that happened in the past. And that's not a threat anymore. Hopefully, hopefully it's not a threat anymore, but it can feel that way. So putting yourself in the here and now can, can help you feel like, oh, wait a minute, I'm okay. I'm in this safe place. Um, and there are other reasons why you'd want to ground yourself. Again, it's about, um, taking a stock of where you are at the moment. I have found it to be helpful for me. Um, and, um, it wasn't until I started writing about what is most helpful to me that I was able to say, wait a minute, this thing really works for me. I'm not saying it's, you know, works for everybody, but it is a technique and people do use it. I'll tell you a story about this summer. I was, um, in the shower and, um, just a typical day. And, you know, I'd been feeling kind of bluesy, um, you know, on and off, but, um, I'm in the shower and for whatever reason, some negative thoughts started flooding my brain. And, it's amazing how we can pile on once we start going to that negative place. So I started to think about, and I don't remember all the particulars, but feeling lonely, feeling sad, and then starting to just pile on, oh, why don't I have more friends? What's wrong with me? What is it about my personality? And I just went into this downward spiral. And I'm in the shower and I'm crying and I'm crying to the point where I'm actually starting to hyperventilate, which, um, yeah, that's a sign that I'm not breathing. Right. So I told myself, wait a minute, stop. And I started to catalog what was around me and you know, there were sensations obviously, right? So you've got the shower, I've got the hot water on my body and I'm just thinking, oh, I have hot water and it feels soothing. I'm in the shower and I look and I have a window right near the shower, which I really love having a window in the bathroom. Um, even, you know, especially in the summer. Um, so I can see like the, you know, trees and so on. Um, but even in the winter, um, love being able to look outside. Um, so I look outside and I, you know, I see, um, a tree, this tree that's near me that I love. Um, and I just start cataloging all the things that I'm seeing and experiencing. Um, I reach for my soap and I am a big fan of lavender. Lavender, by the way, is a therapeutic scent. It has, uh, natural soothing properties, it's why people use it in aromatherapy. And I just, I just love the way it smells. So, um, and it's probably for that reason, it's triggering like happy thoughts. 
So I get my lavender soap and I smell it. And again, I'm cataloging, right? So I'm like telling myself, I smell the lavender. It smells good. I love the way this smells. And then before I knew it, those negative feelings were gone. And I was as happy as can be taking my shower um, and feeling good about myself. So um, I, I want to mention um, another thing is that we don't want to be judgmental about ourselves. So I don't know what your situation is. Maybe you don't, maybe you're in a shelter, maybe you're um, living in a, in a situation where you're not able to escape from someone who is abusive to you. Um, I, I don't want you to think, oh, well, look at her. She has a place where she can take a shower. She's in a bitter situation. I am in a, and then boom, you start going into the negative space. You are better off just focusing on the positives. You've got to find them. They're there. And then work on a plan to make things better for yourself. Um, and if you can find some nonprofit agencies that work with women, that I would strongly advise you to do. Because again, this podcast is limited. Um, this is about writing as a way to help you heal. Um, it is just one of many things that you can do. And it's up to you to figure out what you want to do for yourself. Okay, so I have just given you a couple of ideas of things. I'm going to just throw out a few more. Um, yoga, meditation, putting on happy music. By the way, I put together a Spotify playlist of empowering music for women and I will share that on our website. I'll give you the details at the end um, so you can listen to it. It's free. You don't need to have an account on Spotify to listen. Um, if you don't have an account, you'll, you'll just have to listen to a couple of commercials every now and then, but they're pretty short. Um, so I'll make sure to put a link um, on our on our website for you to, to, um, to listen to. But maybe um, here's some other ideas. Um, maybe it is having some chocolate. Maybe it is going for a walk. If you have a pet, then maybe it's playtime with your pet or just cuddling with your pet. Um, did I mention a walk? <laughs> a nice walk. Um, you know, think about some of the things that you do that help you, that soothe you, that take you out of a negative mindset. What I want you to do is to catalog all that, write a list, write a list of all the things that you can do that you can put under the category self-care techniques. Um, I mentioned lavender earlier. So aromatherapy is another thing that might be um, something that you like that works for you. And maybe there's some things that you haven't tried and you want to try. Maybe you've never done yoga and you want to try and you can look on YouTube and maybe find some um, online classes that um, or just using the poses that they suggest. Um, and um, 
maybe just doing a search for self-care techniques, maybe add some to your list. So what I want you to do is you're going to put me on pause. You're going to write your list. And when you're done with your list, just come back. I will be here. So work on that list. Okay, you're back. Excellent. I hope you're happy with your list. You can continue adding to your list. And what's nice about that list is it's written down and you have it and you go back to it and you can start incorporating it into your daily routine. You know, you don't necessarily want to wait until you have an episode to do it. Self-care is about putting yourself first and doing things to de-stress yourself because sometimes you get upset because things piled on during the day. You had a problem at work. You had, you know, trouble getting to, um, getting somewhere. Um, someone was rude to you. Um, someone cut in front of you in line somewhere, whatever the case is, right? These things can, um, if maybe it's the first thing doesn't bother you, the second thing, but by the third thing that happens in that day, you might be at that boiling point. So you want to find ways to de-stress, to take care of yourself so that when these things happen, you're a little more resilient. So um, I am curious about what's on your list because we need to share, right? Let's share. Sharing is helpful to other women. So I'm going to ask you to send me your list and I can post it on our website. And um, so it'll be helpful to other women, but it's also about sharing your experiences. So I'm going to, I'll post it anonymously. So um, I'll give you the information at the end and I hope you can share that with me. Um, The next thing that I'm going to ask you to do is to write a letter to yourself. And in this letter, I want you to include some of the things from this list of self-care techniques and why you want to use them. And I want you to do this in a loving way. I want you to write to yourself in a loving way. So instead of like, starting off, Hey, you, right. Don't do that. Right. I'm kidding. You wouldn't do that. Um, you know, dearest, and then your name or to the person most important in my life. And then your name or whatever, however you want to open it up. But with that same tone throughout the letter, don't write about anything negative. You start to get negative in your letter and start to say things like, yes, but you have this problem or Yes, but blah, 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 something negative. No, reverse course, right? Don't do that. Just positive, just loving. This letter to yourself, explaining why you want to take care of yourself, why it's important to you. And um, put me on pause. When you're done with that letter, I'll be here. Okay. I'd love to hear what ideas you came up with. Please, please, please share your ideas on your self-care techniques. 
and your letter, your love letter to yourself that describes why it's so important to take care of yourself. So how to share that with me? Uh, if you go to a survivor's right to heal.wordpress.com and click on contact, you can send me uh, that information that way. So it's a survivor's right to heal and survivors is with an S, but no apostrophe, a survivor's right, W-R-I-T-E, a survivor's right to heal dot wordpress, W-O-R-D-P-R-E-S-S dot com and just click on contact. I hope that this has been helpful to you. Remember that you are not alone and you will get better. Thank you so much for listening and give yourself a pat on the back for doing something for yourself. Please subscribe and let your friends know about our podcast. Express Yourself, A Survivor's Right to Heal is available on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Stitcher. Be on the lookout for future episodes of Express Yourself, A Survivor's Right to Heal. It's been a pleasure spending this time with you. This is Cindy Corazon wishing you peace, strength, and self-love.